I'm Ariel Azor, host of Right This Way, and today I'm going to talk about how to have a conversation with a liberal. So I put on my Instagram story about a week ago, uh, just some suggestions, asking for suggestions from followers, viewers, all that. If you don't follow me on Instagram, definitely do that now if you have an Instagram and you can follow because you'll see a lot more of my information about upcoming videos and you'll be able to give me more input and things like that. I asked for suggestions and people gave them to me, so I've got a long list now. Hopefully uh, that'll keep me busy for the next couple of weeks. But to start off, I wanted to pick the one that to me is not necessarily the most important, but very important because it's sort of why I started this podcast, sort of why I wanted to do this. Personally, I like to talk to people about things that they don't necessarily agree with me on. Um, I'm kind of like, I want to change their mind, but I mean, I don't necessarily get frustrated if I don't, but I do like to talk to people and um, find out why they believe what they believe and think the way they think and all of that. It, it interests me. And so I like to just have conversations with people. Um, I'm not always trying to change somebody's mind if, you know, we're talking about two completely different things and we're just total opposites on it. I don't care. I, I'm curious, why are you so far opposite of me on this when you're my age, you're my gender, you know, you're, you're come from the same background I do like family wise and, and all those things. Like, why do you think so differently? That, that is interesting to me. Um, and I, I like to do that. Like I will talk to anybody. If you don't agree with me, I don't care. I totally want to talk to you. If you do agree with me, sure. I still totally want to talk to you. Um, cause it's nice to be agreed with who doesn't like that. Um, but what I would say is if you're going to be talking to any liberals, any leftists, um, especially with like the holiday season coming up, I know that a lot of people, um, Thanksgiving's over obviously, but a lot of people have family coming in around this time of year, um, Christmas and New Year's still coming up. So things like that. And I know that that's like a big thing, especially at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Hopefully none of you guys argued with your relatives about anything political, although I'm guessing some of you did. Um, <laughs> so... What I would say is, um, actually, this video that was, su the suggestion was how to argue with a liberal. And so I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to title it quite that way because I, I don't necessarily want to encourage anybody to argue. So I'd say there was a, there's a difference between actually arguing with somebody and just having a conversation, right? Because an argument, you immediately are picturing, you know, I say an argument between two political sides, you're immediately picturing something not very civil and just somebody getting angry and it's not productive. So I would say a lot of people would always ask why, why bother talking to them? You're not going to change their mind. Like, what's the point? You're not going to change their mind. Well, I don't really agree with that to start. Um, I think you can always change somebody's mind. And if you're talking about something that's really important to you that you're really passionate about and you're really knowledgeable about it, like actual facts and things like that, and you bring that to a discussion, we'll say discussion, not argument. Because again, I think an argument is not as civil. And an argument, nobody's listening to the other person. I think what we need to be doing is having discussions. I think that's super important because these discussions between, um, again, young people especially that are have the exact same demographics when you look at them on a piece of paper, but their, their beliefs are so different. I think that us talking about things and sort of understanding where the other person comes from, because I would say a lot of liberal um, ideas and arguments and policies and all of that come from being empathetic towards a people group or uh, feeling, feeling bad for them and wanting to help them and 
And I think that that's obviously a noble cause. Um, and I think, I think a lot of the times the liberals feel like conservatives don't care about other people. They feel like they're selfish and, and well, you don't want to let people into America. You don't care about them. And so I think these are the places where we need to come together and say, well, no, I absolutely understand that. I absolutely understand that people um, from Mexico need to come to America to live a better, safer life. But at the end of the day, I'm more concerned about the American people because I think in America, we should put our own people ahead of citizens from another country. And you know what? We do allow immigrants. We allow probably more than we should to come legally. And there's just no talk of that. It's, it's just, they, they want, because you know, you're not agreeing. They want to say, well, you don't care about people. Well, of course I do. I care about them. I just don't see it exactly the way you see it. You see it as you do not care if you're not letting them all in. Well, no, of course not. But the thing is, if you're not having a just civil discussion and saying, we well, yeah, I understand what you're saying and sort of being able to compromise and not even compromise, like say, oh yes, I agree with you if you don't, but compromise in the way that you can say, oh, I never thought of it that way. Or, well, that makes sense. But the way I see it is this and sort of explain yourself because when you're just using talking points from either side, I think the left is especially guilty of just using lines that they've memorized, that they've been taught uh, by, the, by the Democrats in, in government. But I absolutely think Republicans do it too. And, and sometimes people just start to not really know what they're talking about. And I think that's the biggest thing is because the political climate is so, so divided right now, people don't know what they're talking about. They, they want to have an input on every single thing because their party says, here's what you think about this. And so they say, okay, well, I know what I think about this because this is what my party thinks about this and I am part of this party. And it's not necessarily wrong to agree with your party, of course. There's a reason the parties work the way that they do. But it's not important to just agree with what your party is saying. And if your party says one thing and you say another, that's okay too. That's more than okay because it means you're thinking for yourself. And I think that's the most important thing to do no matter which party you are a part of. It's important to think for yourself and not just agree with anything that you're being told. Think about it. Learn the facts behind it. I think the reason it's necessary to have these conversations with each other is because you don't have to agree with everything your party says. Let's use abortion, for example. You may be a Democrat through and through, liberal, you want government intervention just about anywhere, but you might not agree with abortion. Good for you. Don't agree with it. You can totally have a civil discussion. And now let's say you think um, abortion is okay uh, only when the mother's life is in danger. So have a civil discussion with a conservative who doesn't believe that, who believes that abortion is never okay. Have a civil discussion, learn from them. And they in turn can learn from you because learning about the other side is the best way to form an argument against it. Learning what they think and why they think that. Well, that's, that's how you can combat all of their arguments. The best kind of argument is the kind of argument that you can predict before they even say it. You have a response. I think doing this is good for everybody because even if you have a conversation with someone and they don't agree with a word you said or they don't listen to a word you said, you may have listened to them. Hopefully you did listen to them and hopefully you learned something from them. And maybe 
just maybe what they said, something sticks with you and you walk away and you think about it. And then you think about it some more. And eventually you say, well, you know what? I'm not sure I agree with what my party says about this. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that that's really good because again, being Democrat and being a Republican used to mean something slightly different. And I say slightly only because I think the party lines have really shifted, but I also still think that there are true Democrats out there. And I think that there are true Republicans versus conservatives as well. I could get into a whole nother episode about that. So I won't, um, I won't dive too deep into that. But what I mean is that I think with the shift we've seen, I think it's really been from the left and I think it's been really far, but I think it's just young people and some, some baby boomers thrown in there, which is funny that we're having this like, um, like joke about, okay, boomers, that sort of thing. But I actually think that the millennials and the boomers are kind of on the same side here, no matter how it seems in the memes because they're the ones that are really, really far. I think the best way to have a conversation with somebody who doesn't agree with you about a topic is to know your facts um, and really, really be knowledgeable about the topic. And then also to know why they believe what they believe. Because if you do that, you're able to predict what they're gonna say, sort of in in a way, um, but have a response to what they say. It's the worst thing is if you're debating against somebody about something and you don't know your facts and you just like throw stuff out there it doesn't make sense and it's not credible nobody's gonna listen to you but like when you actually like start saying facts and statistics and you know that stuff people do seem to pause and now it's not always true that's what's frustrating is we see these democratic candidates debating especially um right now and they say things that aren't even true and they act like they're just like the truest fact you'll ever hear and um you can't can't possibly argue with it but it's just not true at all so i would also caution you to be careful about facts and not to just believe whatever fact somebody's throwing at you but if you're the person doing the arguing um in favor of something or, or against something whatever it is you should definitely know facts about it go look up credible facts Try to learn them. That's like the hardest thing for me is I hear something. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so interesting. I have to remember that. And then I just for, like totally forget it. And like, I can't even remember where I saw it to go look it up. So I know that's a kind of a struggle, but really, really just being knowledgeable. It's not just facts. It's like actually knowing the topic inside and out is really what you have to do. So I would encourage you to stick with something that you're really passionate about. Don't try to just be like, oh my gosh, like I know everything about politics and like, I'm so interested don't, don't do that. It's really, you don't have to act more interested than you are. Um, if you are interested, that's awesome. I think more young people do need to be interested. Hopefully that's what we're doing here. Um, even if you don't like politics, hopefully you're getting your just little bit, cause we're, we're talking less about current events and more about how to be a young conservative in this political environment, especially as a lot of people my age, a little bit older than me and younger, are going to be voting in this election in 2020, the first one. Um, I'm super excited. I hope everybody else is excited. And I hope that as we continue these episodes, we will continue to dive further into these topics to learn more and to be able to have conversations and to be able to do things that we wouldn't normally do. So I would encourage you again, don't be dissuaded from having a conversation with somebody because somebody around you is like, oh my gosh, you're talking about politics again? Like, who cares? 
I'm going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. If you don't want to listen, turn around, you know, like I'm not talking to you. So if somebody is willing to have a conversation with you and somebody wants to hear why you think what you think, or even if they just want to argue with you, have the conversation, but be the civil one, be the one that is able to really listen, to make eye contact with that person you're talking to, to say, oh my gosh, yeah, you know what? I never thought of it that way, but here's how I do think of it and explain it to them. And even if you're not great at expressing your feelings or things like that, I I know that's not for everybody. You don't have to debate everything. You know, you don't have to defend everything you believe you should, but if you can't, don't get into the conversation in the first place. That's what I'm saying is uh, if you know you really don't know what you're talking about, don't talk about something because then nobody is going to think you're a credible source for anything. Um, and nobody's, you know, nobody's going to be interested in talking to you about those things because they just think you don't know what you're talking about. So be careful, but don't be discouraged by the political environment. Don't be discouraged if you are the only conservative kid or the only liberal kid talk to people, get out there, be friendly, be courteous, just be super respectful. And that's going to go a really long ways because if somebody is sitting across from you and they think you're really listening to what they're saying, and hopefully you are, they're going to be a lot more interested in actually listening to what you're saying as well, because feeling like you're having a conversation rather than an argument is definitely felt by both sides. And I think that if both sides can agree to do that, it's super productive and very helpful. And I think even if one side can do that, it can still be productive for that one side. You know, you, you get what you put into it. So if you are having conversations with people and you're just never getting anywhere, I wouldn't necessarily be frustrated because it's not really about winning. Like I said, it's not really an argument. You're just having a conversation. And I think that's the most important thing is to just have a conversation, talk about things that need to be talked about. Because at the end of the day, these talking points that um, candidates on both sides are giving people and, and things like that, they're just talking points. Let's talk about abortion one more time. My body, my choice. It's just a talking point, but it's a liberal response to everything. And it doesn't really make sense. They, they insert it when they don't know how to answer a question. Somebody says, well, isn't that a human life? Why would you kill it? like, well, it's my body. It's my choice. What? That's not a response. That doesn't make sense. You want to respond by saying, I don't believe it's a human life. Sure, do it. But like, don't just say it's my body. It's my choice. It doesn't make sense. It's only a talking point. It's you're just saying it's my body. It's my choice. You don't know what you're talking about. I would just say it's important to have these conversations. Don't be discouraged if somebody's not agreeing with you. Um, it's totally fine. They may never agree with you. They may never agree with anything you have to say. But even if one person walks away from a conversation you had and says, oh my gosh, that thing they said is just sticking with me. And it, it makes everything else I thought about this topic untrue. So let them just think. Let them just think about things logically. That is the best thing you can do for anybody is to make them start thinking for themselves. I hope you enjoyed this video. You can give me a thumbs up on YouTube. You can leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. And then you can also check out my Instagram at write.this.way.